to get this going right. There we go. Okay, now we're now we're cooking with gas. I like it. Now we're cooking with Crisco. We got your beer. We got my beer. Ah, it's gonna be a good show, Tater. Yes, ma'am. All right. So I have spent the last hour, uh, well, really the last week, but you know, coming up with stuff. You've what? reached the Shays Lounge. Oh yeah, I suppose I should <laughs> tell you where you are. Thank you for coming to the Shays Lounge for another week. We missed last week. Yes, we did. But we warned people that we weren't going to have one last we week. We warned we our... We were in Denver. Our loyal listeners. Yeah, all three of them. <laughs> you know what? I love them all. I, I don't care if there's only three of them. I love them all equally. And with as much love as is in my heart. Well, that couldn't be much because I thought I had it all. No, definitely not. <gasps> Let guess. <gasps> but yeah, I was in Denver last week uh, for a wedding. My best friend's wedding. Um, flew up hey, there. Wasn't that a movie? I think it was with uh, Julia Roberts. I am. I don't know who it was, but Julia Roberts, as you can clearly a, see, a, the best friend's wedding thing. Sounded familiar. Yeah, well, let me tell you about this trip getting up there. So, Vaughn has, uh, and this this is cricket, and that's Vaughn, and you've reached the Shays Lounge, as we've said, but Vaughn has a <laughs> a series of text messages. From, what was it? When did I fly up there? Friday? Friday. From Friday morning, because I was letting him know kind of everything that was going on. Hey, I've gotten to the airport. Hey, I've done this. Hey, I've done that. Just kind of letting him know, you know, just keeping him in the loop until I got on the plane and wouldn't be able to text him anymore. Just so that I know, like, everything's going okay. Yeah. She's going, getting where she's supposed to get and all that kind of stuff. Right. So, he has a series of text messages that are... Hey, honey, I've reached the airport. Hey, honey, I'm in the terminal. Hey, honey, I've gotten parked. Hey, honey, I'm in the airport. And then there's a series of text messages that go, Oh, crap, I parked in the wrong terminal. Oh, crap, I went to the wrong gate. Oh, crap, I'm in the completely the wrong building. Because I thought I was flying American for some reason, but it turns out I was flying United, and those were completely different terminals on opposite sides of the building. So I had to, I got there in plenty of time, right? But I had to run over from one side to the other to try to make it to my gate on time. So then I get to security, check my bag in, start to go through security, I get flagged going through. You know that thing where you have to stand and they it's like the full body scan? The right. full body scanner thingy? Yeah, so I was standing in that and they pull me out of line. They're like, well, we're going to have to do a, a pat down because the cause I had a blingy blouse on. And the bling on my blouse caused it to, t- to set off. And they had to like feel up my boobs in front of everybody to make sure I wasn't smuggling stuff. And so That's when you go, mm, squeeze that one harder. <laughs> Make it, it's already uncomfortable. You might as well make it uncomfortable for them, too. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Make it as terrible as possible for everybody involved. So, I'm going to go to the airport. Whenever I, next time I go to the airport, I'm going to like get something metal and put it in my, in my underwear. (laughs) Put a cucumber in there. (laughs) No, put something metal in there so it sets it off. And they had to fill you up in the front. (laughs) So then, so my blingy blouse got me pulled out of line. And then my stuff, which is on the conveyor belt, gets kicked over to the side. 
I was like, ah, crap. Like, what, what now? now? <laughs> like, I had forgotten stuff in my pockets and had to get out of line two or three times to take the stuff out of my pockets and put it in the little thing to go through the... It was just... It, it was one thing right after another. So then she starts searching my purse and pulls out a freaking five-inch pocket knife. And I'm not talking five inches from blade to tip. I'm talking five, five inches inch closed. Yeah, it is a big pocket knife that I carry in my purse at all times because you never know when you might need to cut something. Never know when you might not you might need a shank a bitch. Never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also never know when you're going to an airport and get pulled out of line. So that was another thing. Well, no, you wouldn't know when you're going to an airport. But I completely forgot about the knife that was in my purse because I don't think about that. Yeah. You know, it's and she and the lady was laughing at me. I was so embarrassed, but the lady was laughing at me. Because she's like, honey, she says, you have no idea how many people forget that they have guns in their purses. It's not a big deal. It's okay. You can mail it to yourself. So I paid $20 to mail my knife back. Because it's a nice knife and I don't want to lose it. Right? So then I get to the the gate. And I'm like, okay, so my plane says it's going to board at this time. I've got like five minutes. I'm going to grab me something to eat. Then I grab me something to eat and I run over to the gate. And I put my ticket down. I say, I'm here. And they go, oh, that plane left five minutes ago. <laughs> that you, that wasn't the boarding time that no, you read. That was the departure time. That was time. the departure time, exactly. So I completely, because they had quit boarding like 30 minutes before. So even if I had made it over there in time, um, I, I wouldn't have made it through security fast enough because of how long it took me to get from one terminal to the other and, and all that other mess. So I missed my flight to Denver. And the lady was so nice. She was like, oh, it's okay, honey. I'll just get you on the next flight. But it boards in an hour, but it's all the way across the airport. Crap. Here goes another. I look like the the family from from Home Alone. (laughs) They're running through the airport. And I I, I made it. I, I got my ticket, ran across the airport as fast as I could, came squealing around that corner, and made it just as they were starting to board. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. And so I got on that plane and made it to Denver, and it worked out because my best friend was able to meet me at the terminal. I, I was standing waiting him for for like five minutes. Yeah, because you thought you were going to be waiting there for like an hour or so. Because th- another friend was flying in, also from the same airport I was flying out of. We had no idea. We were on. We, I was on one flight, and he was on the one that left right after mine. So there was three flights pretty close together, all leaving from there to go to Denver. All within Denver. an hour of each other oh, to cool. go to Denver. And uh, so, um, but yeah, so he landed and we made, uh, so they picked me up. They made two loops around the airport and picked him up. So it worked out just perfectly. So nobody had to wait on anybody. It was just, it it was, missing my flight was a good, was a good thing. So it worked out. And so then we went down to, we, we played around in Denver for a little while and, Went by a head shop, and those are interesting in Denver. Man, they are like, you walk into one of those places, and they're like, you need to stop and show me your ID. Like, you know how a liquor store is, right? Right. It's ten times worse when you walk into a head shop, because they're not playing around. And so then we went to go get us something to eat at this cute little place in, in like, downtown Denver. And you just walk to it. It's just the cutest little place. And right down the street from us was a park where there were little kids, couldn't have been more than eight or nine, learning how to fence. 
It was so cute. Oh, that's cool. They were they had their little swords you and everything, and they were that. just I know, well, I'm I'm, learning something new. Too. I know. Well, they they were so we watched them with their little swords whacking each other. <laughs> it was so cute. While we were eating, they were we were watching these little kids just sword fight. And, um, you know, everybody had their dogs, and everybody was wearing masks, and there was a little bit of snow on the ground, but the day, I mean, it was just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. And uh, then we went to, we stayed in Colorado Springs, which is an hour from Denver, and that's where the Airbnb was, which Vaughn does not know the difference between a and b and an Airbnb. So those of you who are listening who know the difference, please try to educate him, because he doesn't understand it when I try to explain the difference. It's not like a traditional B and B. It's just a room that somebody. Was there a bed? You. There was a bed. Did you have breakfast? Not provided by them. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bed and breakfast. It's just give you a place to sleep and then it's just I'll a bed. Give you breakfast in the morning. <laughs> but but the the Airbnb was amazing. It was this it was this house that was on the side of a mountain, and not like a big mountain, like like one of the foothill mountains, you know, and. It looked out over this valley, and you could see mountains in the distance. And right outside the the gate for the for the backyard, there was a like a jogger path. You know, there was like a park, like a state park out there. So you could just like get up, have your coffee in the morning, and then run down to the jogger path and, and run a mile, and then come back and and go for your day. It's just it, it was the coolest thing. But the Airbnb was the basement part of this house and the basement was the size of the house like the footprint was the size of the house right it was a three bedroom two bath basement it was amazing and it was like big rooms like these were not small rooms and the porch uh, you know the the living room opened right up onto the porch there was a two-story porch and the family lived in the in the upstairs and um, then there had the Airbnb down below that was like constantly full. You had to you had to book it like months in advance to get it. And um, they had a couple little dogs that we played with. They were really cute, little mutt dogs. They had a <laughs> um, hot tub out on the on the back porch that you know the Airbnb people could use, which was really cool because we we sat in the hot tub both nights. And I'm not gonna tell you how impaired I got, but I got so impaired at one point that I thought I had slipped into the warm water and died. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I do not enjoy the type of impaired that I got because there's two different types of impaired, right? There's the body, there's the body one, and then there's the head one, right? Right. I don't like the body one. I don't like it at all. I like it when I can kind of shut my brain off because my brain is constantly going 90 miles an hour anyway. That's if it slows down. And that's if it slows down, right. So I like... The fact that getting impaired slows down my thinking because it allows me to process things and I can just not have to be anxious for just a little while. It's so amazing. But this body high, your brain doesn't shut down. And so you're just like on the couch, unable to move. (laughs) But your brain is just like, okay, have you ever seen those movies where they're going through like a clown funhouse? Oh yeah, and, and and there's all this weird imagery that kind of comes up at them, like and and the, there'll be random laughing, and then there'll be random like clips and like movie clips and and people talking and just kind of gibberish that's kind of coming at them. And it's like they're going through a tunnel, right? And just all this all this sensory stuff is just bombarding you. 
that's what it felt like. It was the weirdest feeling, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I was like, I don't like this ride. I want to get off. <laughs> See, I was talking about something thing about I was trying to find it, but I couldn't. But some guy posted pictures that he's taking his dog to the vet. It looked like a pit bull, master, something big like that. But this dog had gotten into his edibles. Yeah. And that dog, his mouth was open, his tongue was hanging out. His eyes were all red. His eyes were all bloodshot. One was like halfway open. That dog was tore up, man. (laughs) He was screwed balls. That that was hilarious. I laughed at that picture like several (laughs) times. It was so damn funny. (laughs) But I was was telling my friend, because the next day, um, the next day my friend was laughing at us because there was four of us that was there. And three of us were so high that we didn't think we would come down. And um, my friend was actually the only semi-sober one that was there. And he was—he said it felt like he was <laughs> like hurting toddlers around trying to get us to do stuff. <laughs> trying to make sure we were okay. But, um, oh shoot, I just completely lost my train of thought. Oh my gosh, where was I going with that story? I don't know, but I was, on, I was long for the ride. I was going with you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't even remember what I was about to say. I was taking that somewhere and I got distracted. I'm not sure you... I don't know. Sorry. Oh, anyway. Anyway, so... Um, the the next day, we went to what's called the Garden of the Gods. Like, we got, like, super dressed up and went out to this place called the Garden of the Gods, which is a... Um, it's a national park out there, and it's got these big, giant rock formations that look like a big, giant... A giant just set them down, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's just... It's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous this red rock that's everywhere and the mountains are in the background and i probably took 97 pictures of this whole wedding ceremony that we did and um my friend and his fiance officiated themselves which i didn't even know was an option but you didn't have to have an officiant if you if you self-officiate so they said their vows in front of these red rocks and we were recording and taking pictures and then we spent probably the next two hours just going all over these rock formations until the sun went down getting pictures and i got some of the most beautiful backlit pictures of these two gentlemen you know as they after they got married and we got pictures of them signing the uh, marriage certificate and you know it was just it, it was a really 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 neat trip and i'm so glad that i went and i'm so honored that i was one of two people that was invited that was that was really, really amazing. So, that was really cool. I've never been in a wedding, but now I've been in a wedding. So that was awesome. You were in ours. Well, I mean, like, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and we did that one twice. Right. We just couldn't get enough of it. But yeah, so that's why I wasn't here last week. That's why we weren't here last week. And But now we're back. We're back. And we have a lot of stuff to talk about. First off, well, you have a lot of stuff to talk about. I've been, well, why you've been getting stuff ready. I've been other, other, otherly, otherwise, occupied. otherwise occupied. Is that beer kicking in? How many have you had? Uh, this is five and six. <laughs> and you know I'm a lightweight, so. Yeah, you are a lightweight. That's okay. <sighs> Playing drunken zombies is fun. Yeah, cause see, I, on all these Call of Duty games, I have never liked the zombies mode. Mm-hmm. You know, I just. Couldn't get into it. I tried and I tried a few times. Like my oldest son, he's Alex has been on the show with us. He he, he loves that stuff. He's always playing it. And of course, this one new one's got zombies mode in it. I'm like, nope, not doing it. Mm-hmm. Don't. I mean, I did it one time, didn't like it. But now they've got a different mode out 
and it's it's like the war zone where you loot and kill and do stuff like that and but you can upgrade weapons and upgrade armor and upgrade this and upgrade that and it's a lot different because you don't have to worry about it's like Warzone, but you don't have the map. You don't have the other people on the map with you. Okay. You know, you can play private matches where it's just like me and Cardboard been running around. And that's why I keep like walking away from the table. So I hope it didn't, that sound doesn't come up because we've made it to level three a couple times. And <laughs> we're on level five right now. And that's the highest level we've been on. And we've got it ready. We've got it paused. <laughs> so as soon as this is done, we're going to go back to that. And we're going to go on to level six <laughs> and see how that goes. It's, it's, this list level here has gotten crazy already, but we'll see how it goes. There's a lot of shouting coming from the game room. You know, it's very hard to focus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it got intense. Well, you saw me the other day because, like, when you finish one level, you can choose to go to the next level or call in a helicopter to come get you out. Okay. And then you just get whatever rewards you got from that level. And... I've gotten up to level five playing by myself before, and I called in the chopper both times because I got chicken to go try to any higher, <laughs> and that that sh- whew, that crap was intense. <laughs> I mean, by the time I got on that chopper, I was like, I was sweating. <laughs> so we're not sure. We're hoping Hero is supposed to be trying to get on tonight and help us, but I, I was just telling Cardboard, I was like, if he gets on in the next few minutes, he's just shit out of luck because we're not backing out right now. <laughs> he's like, well, maybe we should look at X-Filling. I was like, nope. I said, never been to level six. That's where we're going. <laughs> not well, doing it. We're, we're going. Big shout out to Hero, too, because he stopped listening the last couple of weeks and he needs to start listening again. <laughs> I'm well, watching he's you. Been in, in, I know. You know, he's got a new baby at home, and so he's he's preoccupied. Well, see, that's why you take the podcast and you listen to the podcast while you're rocking the baby to sleep at night. Are you saying that we're so boring? We'll help him put the baby to sleep. Absolutely, absolutely. That is exactly what I'm saying. So I've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to talk about because uh, Vaughn has been shirking his duties, and I have been the one doing all the researching tonight. Well, it's like completely that... opposite of what it normally is. That's true. That is true. I was trying to be like prepared tonight because I wanted to have a good podcast. And <laughs> Man, I've got one thing written down. That's okay. That's okay. I, I will. I will fill it in. So the first thing I'd like to talk about is it is this week is the one year anniversary of when everything shut down due to COVID. Oh, that's when the World Health, Health Organization declared it a. Uh, worldwide, worldwide pandemic. pandemic yeah yeah and and trump believe it or not actually got on on the air and said this is now a problem even though he said but don't worry it'll be gone by april yeah but at least he acknowledged that there was a problem you there were 50 the people other, dead at this the point. other tape that came out right Mm-mm. well is that the one where he was recorded in january saying that he knew it was a problem well the one where he was telling somebody that you know, because like on the public, he was saying, you know, this is not nothing more much, not much worse than the flu. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, downplaying it a lot. And then they got a recording of him on the phone with somebody else saying, you know, this is nothing like the flu. Oh, yeah. This that is was, a lot more deadlier than the flu. You that, know, and, and they, they were playing some extra stuff along with it the other night. And I was like. Hmm. He knew good and damn well. Oh, yeah. He knew. And Kelly Loeffler, that was running for Senate in Georgia, at the time was a senator, an appointed senator from Georgia. She and... Was it the other guy who was also from Georgia? 
I don't remember. But anyway, they went to a briefing about coronavirus in either late January or early February. And as soon as they got out of that meeting, they sold all their stocks mm-hmm. in, in uh, what, what was it, like pharmaceuticals? or, or They sold all, and started buying stock in body bags. Yeah, they bought stock. and bought, They didn't sell the stuff in pharmaceuticals. It was something else that they sold. But Yeah, but it, but it was something related to But they to, sold to something so that they could invest in freaking body bags. Yeah, they, they were selling off stocks in something that was related to COVID that they knew was going to tank. Mm-hmm. And why they are not in jail for insider trading, I will never know. It's because they're all corrupt. Oh, yeah. Every damn one of them. But how has this year changed your life? Has it changed your life? Uh, how has I, this year, you know, made you feel? Like, like give me give me some, some things. I mean, it... it like like you and I were saying the other day, you know, we ha- we haven't really changed a whole lot about how we live our life. We kind of haven't been able to. Other than it's just I'm wearing a mask now when I go out in public. Yeah, you know, and we're, uh, and we're staying six feet away yeah, from everybody. Away from everybody. And, I mean, that's really the only thing that I've changed because the job I have, I can go to work and never come. Only time I would become within a few feet of anybody is when I'm reaching through the my, my low papers handed to me through that little window slot. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than that, I can go my whole night without ever getting anywhere around anybody. Now, there's been times that I have. And I probably, like when that safety guy tried to get you in trouble. Yeah, he got pissed off, though. He finally gave up and left. Because <laughs> I was sitting there debunking everything he said. Because well, cause the first thing was, I was up on the catwalk getting loaded, and he's like, well, where's your safety vest? And I'm like, it's underneath my jacket. I've got the high visibility clothes on well you got to have that on the, on the outside and i was like yeah anytime we're outside the truck in a high traffic area and he's like well you don't think this is a high traffic area i was like well if a truck comes up two flights of stairs to get me it ain't gonna matter what the hell i'm wearing <laughs> the, I, I, there's no traffic up here i said and plus my truck is parked on the scale there's no way anybody can come through here and then he was like well what about your mask and it says, well, it says that we, when we, when social distancing is not available, we need to have a mask on. And he's like, well, that's right. And I said, well, you see the sign that we've got on the wellness screen right here. It says, you know, one person at a time is a loadout screen. And I said, so I was social distancing just fine until you walked up. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, damn it. Throws his and, and there was something else that he said, too, that I, he just finally just gave up and walked away. <laughs> He told your boss later that night, he was like, man, I don't like that guy. He's like, that guy's an asshole, but you need to make sure he's got, when he goes down those stairs and gets to his truck, you need to make sure he's got his vest on the outside. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, no. So I, I, I probably know more about your job than you do, you dipwit. Get away from me. But as far as like COVID changing our lives, you know, we haven't really been able to go see family. Um, yeah, that's been a big, like the biggest change I've seen it on, it's been really hard on my mom. Yeah, because we because can't go visit get, her. Yeah. But, thank thank you, uh, she got her first shot of the Moderna vaccine this last week. That's good. And on April the 12th or the 13th is when she goes back to get her second one. And she will be good to go. They said usually within like a week or so after that, you're like... You're ready to you're, go. You're, go. You're good to go. That's good. So we can go and visit so her So we can go that. visit her because she's been wanting to see the kids. I mean, she'll call me. And 
you know, and her she's her dementia is getting worse. Because mm-hmm. um, like just while I've been while cardboard I've been <coughs> playing, she's called me like two or three times, mm-hmm. and each time we've had the same conversation. Yeah. So it's getting rough, but you know, and it's hard for her to keep track of time because mm-hmm. she'll call me at like three or four o'clock in the afternoon. Did I wake you? Yeah. No, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> you know, but. Well, I mean, she knows you work night shifts, so she's she's, yeah, she's trying. She's trying. Yeah. But, like, she called the other day and said that she hadn't seen anybody in several weeks, and she needed well, something. I said, well, are you out of groceries? And I knew that my sister had just went by and taken her stuff a couple of days ago because every time she does, she texts me and lets me know what she, all she's taking her. Right. And I said, well, I know my sister was just over there. And we got to talking about that. And then she acted like she had no idea that she was going the next day to get her vaccine. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that she'd been told that. So I got in contact with my sister and told her. I said, look, you, know, you need to get in touch with mom. Make sure you let her know what time you're coming by there to pick her up tomorrow. Because she acted like she didn't know anything about it. Right. So then she calls mom and talks to her about it. Make sure she knows what time she's going to be there. And then she's like, and why did you tell Vaughn that I haven't been by there in a couple weeks? I was just there the other day. Why would you lie to him and tell him that? And, you know, her, and her response to that was, I haven't talked to him. Yeah. She's just not doing real well. No. I mean, other than that, like health-wise, I'm, I'm surprised she's doing really well. Yeah, she is. She's not getting the exercise that she needs. She's not getting out well, to walk. Well, she's 79 years old. She will be 80 this summer. She'll be 80 this summer. I mean, she it's, it's probably very physically difficult for her to get around. Yeah, it, it, it is. But, um, but yeah, we're, we're taking care of her as well as we can, and... Um, you know, so as far as like COVID, we haven't been able to see family as much. We haven't been able to go places. We've gone a couple of places and kind of risk it, which do as I say, not as I do. Okay, folks. Yeah, I mean, well, we went to Canton a couple times, and that's been that's been kind of a dangerous situation. To really think about it because there's a lot of people there. But when we were out, and we were we were outside the 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 building things and just having right walking freely. You know, we still kept our distance, and we didn't mm-hmm. wear masks at that time. But each time we went into some place, we'd always put them on. So we, we did what we could. But, you know, I, I was thinking about that the other day. Because, you know, like on my uh, blinker signal bar, mm-hmm. I've got my mask hanging there. Mm-hmm. How often should I be switching that thing out? As often as possible. Really, you should get a new one every single time. Because I've probably had that one there. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Because, like, I'll stop at the store to grab something to drink or something. I'll throw it on, go in there, and as soon as I walk out the door, I'll take it back off. Yeah, you're supposed... I mean, if you can't switch it out, at least you're wearing it, you know? But if you have the ability to switch it out, you're supposed to switch it every single time. And a cloth mask, you're supposed to, you know, switch every few days. You're supposed to wash it every few days or, or well, wash it the inside it of it is good can. and nice. The outside of it may be full of COVID. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <clears throat> As far as masks are concerned, um, we, our illustrious governor decided that in order to distract from the fact that Texas tried to kill us all in our own homes a couple of weeks ago, he was going to distract from his piece in that and have a new news story where he says that we don't have to wear masks at all in the state of Texas anymore. He struck down the mask mandate. And the... Uh 
the business occupancy. Business, everything's open 100% in Texas. We are 49th. Out of 50. Out of 50 in vaccinations. Yup. And we are pretty close to 49th out of 50 as far as our ability to handle COVID. Um, well, that's because Texas is full of a bunch of idiots that don't want to listen to everything. And this all started way back when, like we were talking a while ago. Why were we going to listen to the scientists about anything? Trump told us it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these people are like, they, they think... Experts say this. Scientists say this. Doctors say this. These people say this. Those are just the liberal elites trying to get me. But Trump said this, so I'm sure what he's saying is true. Yeah, I don't understand that. Why Why do you distrust experts? Like, these people have spent their lives studying a thing so that you can tell so that they can instruct you about that thing that they are experts yeah. in why do you think they're all trying to trick you like i don't get it yeah like somebody tried to say we need to get rid of we need to keep this doctor which was dr seuss and get rid of this doctor because he's a quack talking about fauci yeah, fauci has been an expert in his field for 60 the years <laughs> He's worked for like, you can't be a quack. He's worked for like the last five Presidents. administrations. Yeah, not a quack. Not a quack at all. <laughs> he worked for Reagan, for Pete's sake. Now, he worked for Reagan during the AIDS crisis, and uh, I'm not sure how, how that worked out, but I know that Reagan let a whole bunch of LGBT men die of AIDS, so I hope that Fauci wasn't involved in that fiasco. Because I like Dr. Fauci. Well, it makes you wonder, though, if he was in the same kind of situation he was with Trump. Because he Where wasn't Reagan allowed. say anything. He wasn't allowed to do, to do things. They have asked Fauci what changed on January the 20th of 2021. And Fauci just looked at the camera and just laughed. He goes, everything. Everything says, changed. I can tell he people says, the truth now. I can speak instead of being told to shut up. Because you could just see just the oh, pain yeah. on Fauci's face. Anytime Donald Trump would open his mouth and say something batshit stupid about COVID, you could just see Dr. Fauci's soul leaving his body. Right. <laughs> Get me out of here. But, I mean, the man is, is laughing and he's happy now because he's mm -hmm. being listened to because all he wants to do is save your life. Let the man save your life. That's, that's his goal. Just... He wants you to live. Let him help you. Yep. Wear a mask, people. Even if the state tells you that it's not necessary anymore, wear a mask. Which is a big situation going on in Austin right now. Yeah, that was another thing I had Because the Austin down. city mayor is like, nope, we're keeping our mask mandate in this city. Yeah. And, of course, the Texas Attorney General... Ken Paxton. ...is wanting to sue the judge that backed up the mayor in order to keep the mask mandate, social distancing, occupancy decreased yeah in the city yeah because i mean it took five seconds for everyone to prove what's the governor's name again uh, kim no what's our governor's name um abbott 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 wrong because what did he say? Well, we don't need a mask mandate to tell people what they do. They they know. They, They'll they, do yeah. the right thing. They'll do the right thing. Well, that took that, about three seconds for everybody yeah. to rip their mask like, off and go, woohoo! Everybody's like, mask. I'm not wearing my mask. And I'm like, and then I had an argument with somebody about it. And, I'm, and they're like, well, maybe you shouldn't even leave if you're that worried about it. And I'm like, I mean, I'm still going to have to go places. 
you know. And they're like, well, maybe you shouldn't be. I said, but why would you want to do something that? I said, or why wouldn't you want to do something to keep some help keep someone else safer? You know, why would you want to do something that could put somebody else in danger? And they were like, well, you get well. How do you get to where you're going? I said, in my truck. And like, well, you drive, don't you? That's putting other people in danger. I said, yeah, that puts other people in danger. I said, but I said, don't you take precautions when you drive? I mean, I I know I wear my seatbelt. I try to obey traffic laws. I drive on the correct side of the road. I don't pull out in front of people. I don't brake check people. I you know I do I do things to help make sure that I get home in the same condition that I was in when I left home. And I and if I'm doing that for me, in turn, that's going to help keep other people around me on the road safe. Right. And I can't understand, and I, and I said this on Facebook earlier today, I can't understand why being a little inconvenienced for a little while in order to protect somebody else is so foreign to everybody. Why is that such a difficult thing to do? You're going to be in the grocery store for 30 minutes to an hour. Wear your freaking mask for that hour and then go on about your day. Oh, well, that's like that people were talking about this, um, the, like when Mother Nature tried to kill us a couple weeks ago. It's an apocalypse. Yeah, you know, they're all talking about how, you know, we don't need the government's help. You know, this is what true Texans are all about. You know, we're helping each other out. We're doing this, we're doing that. I was like, yeah, you'll go through all this trouble to help somebody out. But you won't wear a fucking mask when you go into a store. Yeah, and, and let, me, let me expound on this is Texans helping Texans, and that's how it should be. Okay, what's wrong with helping the rest of the country? What's wrong with the rest of the country helping us all coming together as a country to make sure that we all succeed instead of having the haves and the have-nots? When you go to Walmart, them other people in there are probably Texans. Yeah, help them. Help them too. (laughs) You want to help them, help them. This is crazy. Um, Hang on, there was something else. Oh, H-E-B is still enforcing the mask mandate. That's a local uh, grocery store. So they're still going to do it. And Target's still going to enforce it. Here Maybe in the I need to start Texas. going to Target instead of Walmart. Uh, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, but Ken Paxson is suing the city of Austin, as we said. Um, Ken Paxson is a dumbass. He's actually under federal, not indictment yet, but he's been under federal investigation for the last five years for um, some serious, serious felonies. And yeah, I'm, I've heard about that. I've, serious. Like, if he goes to prison, he'll go to prison for like 50 years. Yeah. It'll be a cushy prison, but it'll still be prison. Still needs to be there. Right? Uh, you might want to get a little closer to the okay, mic. Okay, sorry. It's not, it's not picking. Also, our um, air conditioner is frozen over, so we're going to have to replace the, the thing. We're going to have to let it thaw and replace the filter. It froze over. You know, that's, that's why it's hot. Damn here. it. I was just thinking about that the other day, how I needed to Get probably change filter that filter. It. Well, I just yeah. need to go take that filter down for right now. Yeah, but we're going to have to let it thaw out, so we're going to have to be miserable here for a few hours till it thaws. Let's turn the fan on. Yeah, something. But, uh, <clears throat> let's see. But, like, when you're talking about legal troubles, all this crap with Cuomo. Oh, yeah. And see, I've got mixed feelings on this. Now, the reason I do. Is because if 
it's not the first time you've heard of somebody in power abusing that power. And I and I fully believe that Cuomo probably did. Right. And you know, and these people, these women, have come out and said all these different things about him. And if all that stuff comes out to be true, he needs to be kicked out, go to jail, whatever. I'm a hundred percent on board for that. But then all these people are sending these letters in and make writing up these things that are calling for his uh, not his impeachment. Yeah, they they talked about that, but calling for his resignation. Mm-hmm. And they're getting pissy, saying that because he's saying he has no plans on resigning. And he said that stuff's not true. Blah, blah blah going on. He said, you know, I've never done anything like that. And then then people, another person will come out. You know. Like the, like the guy said, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, there's too there's a, there's many, too many things, people. Co- too many people coming out. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. He needs to go, and if, if come down to it, go to jail, mm-hmm. whatever. But as far as him resigning, maybe not resigning. Maybe he should just hey, I'm not resigning. I'm just stepping back for right now, because. Politician or not, the way that this country is set up is you're you're presumed innocent until you're proven guilty. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's investigations going on, and, and, and until that point, I don't think you should have to resign. Maybe, like I said, maybe not fully resign, but say, you know what, I need to step back. I need to take care of my stuff, my my stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Let the lieutenant governor take over for me for right now or something you know but i'm not sure if i'm portraying that the way i'm thinking it in my head i I know what you're saying and here's my issue with the whole situation i fully believe he needs to resign and he needs to resign now he completely mishandled the uh the nursing home thing he got a lot of people killed during COVID. Well, it's not that he but mishandled it. He lied about how he, many people died. He mishandled it. He lied about it. He tried to cover up the facts. That by itself, should he should resign over I mean, that. He didn't do what the Florida guy did and sold it to the rich white folk. Right. But the thing that irritates me the most about these sexual harassment things, I believe them. I believe that they happen because men don't get to his his level of power without having abused somebody along oh, the way. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so I fully 100% believe it. But my problem is the people who are calling for him to step down are all Republicans. There are some Democrats. There are some, but what I'm saying, the ones who are screaming the loudest are Republicans. I don't know about that. And they said nothing about everybody from Clarence Thomas all the way till now. If he was a Republican, he got to stay mm-hmm. with zero consequences. I'm not trying to do a whataboutism or anything like this. Well, I, 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 I know I'm where mis- you're going with I'm, that. I'm mentioning a, a consistent abuse of power with the GOP where if one of their guys is about to go down on a sexual harassment charge... They managed to flip the script somehow, and that person stays in power. Al Franken got taken out with a picture that was a joke that the girl was in on, and they still made him resign from Congress. Mm -hmm. She was not asleep when he was doing that like he was honking her boobs. She was not asleep. She knew what he was doing. She agreed to the picture, and he got forced to resign 
over that. Yeah. And you're trying to tell me that Donald Trump, who had 29 credible allegations of sexual assault, not just harassment, but assault, plus a 13-year-old who said he raped her, who got shut up by the money, yeah, threatened, told to go away. I mean, they, they were threatening this girl's life. And... He was allowed to stay with zero consequences. And you're going to tell me that these idiots in the GOP are going to scream until Cuomo gets taken down? No. no let us take our... Let, let the Democrats take care of their own. Yeah, because they're calling for it, too. They're, they're calling for but like it, I, too. I told but, the guy today, he said, you know, you, you've got no right. I said, you, you turned a blind eye to all the crap that Trump did. Yeah. You have, you have no righteous leg to stand on to say anything about what Cuomo did. Right. And I, because what, what got the argument started, I said, you know, Cuomo must be an idiot to do all this stuff and to expect to get away with it. I was like, doesn't he know he's a Democrat? He's not a Republican. Yeah, he can't. Democrats don't you get away with this stuff. You don't get away with that, dude. That's a Republican thing. That may have worked back in the 30s or 40s when Democrats were getting away with everything because the parties hadn't flipped yet. But not anymore. Not anymore. Not since the 60s. Thank you very much. I'll just have to wait and see who, who who's in the <laughs> office next. I, I learned something I didn't know about as far as like elections and stuff go. Mm-hmm. You know that it's only happened once in the last 28 years, if I heard correctly, that a Republican presidential candidate actually won the popular vote? Yes. George Bush in 2004. Got the popular vote. Everybody else has lost the popular vote, but won through a quirk of the Electoral College. Donald J. freaking Trump was within 30,000 votes of winning again. But he lost overall by 7 million. But he lost overall by 7 million. But in three states, he was within 30,000 votes of flipping the Electoral College. That is scary as hell. We should get rid of the Electoral College. Well, we've, we we had a long discussion on that already and how... How racist and how backward bad it, it is. is. Yeah. But, um, oh, um, so we were talking about the cure for... Or, or we were talking about the vaccine for COVID. Right. And we were talking about there may... They're working... Okay, so I heard this on Mad Al the other night. Um, they are working on and may have a cure for COVID. They're, there's, they were doing a, um, a, a trial for this supposed cure, and they ended the trial. You want to tell them why they ended the trial? <laughs> well, they ended it because the drug that they were testing was working too good. And they said that it was the review board for the trial. Mm-hmm. They was like, we've got to stop this trial. It's, the, the, it's working too good. And my, when I first heard that, I was like, like that doesn't sound right. Why would you stop it if it's working? <laughs> and then they explained it is because they said they didn't feel that it was right to keep giving people the placebo. Yeah, because it's, it's like this is working too good. We need to stop now and then give everybody the give everybody the a chance to get it. Yeah. Now you have to you have to catch it early. You've got yeah. to catch COVID that is one early thing that or it won't work. Fauci says like if you don't catch it early, he said you might as well be popping Tic Tacs. But but that's the same thing with Tamiflu. Yeah. You have to catch you have to catch the flu within the first three days to take Tamiflu and have it work. Yeah. So this COVID thing will be like Tamiflu. But isn't that awesome? And 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 the thing that I wanted to mention was okay. We've gotten three vaccines within a year. We've gotten a potential cure for COVID within a year. 
We've gotten all of these things within a year, and people are like, "Oh well, I don't trust them because they came out too, or they came out too quick." But they didn't come out quick because they're bad. They came out quickly because we put all of our force and, and all of our resources into fixing this problem. Imagine what we could do if we got on that for like hunger or poverty or childhood anything. In- inequality. Anything. Anything. And, and the most amazing part about this is that uh, Johnson & Johnson doesn't have the facilities to produce as much vaccine as they need to produce. So Merck, Merck partnered rival. up. Their rival company with Johnson & Johnson, they partnered up with Johnson & Johnson and Johnson & Johnson is using Merck's facilities to produce all of this vaccine. Now, I'm well, sure Johnson & Johnson isn't using it. Merck is using their facilities to make the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Either way, they're helping each other and yeah. they're getting this stuff out on the market and they're helping people. Can you imagine what we could accomplish if we were not so worried about who was going to be rich on the other end of it? Right. Pardon me for a second. This is why socialism is is, is this is why socialism works. If we all get together and work together on our problems instead of going I got mine. Screw you. Yep. Not okay. Let's work together. Let's solve some problems. On our little podcast, we have just solved everything. (laughs) You just need to put us in charge, and we got it. All right, so I have a question for you. I've got all the answers. If you live in the world of superheroes, where there is a crisis every other week, and superheroes and villains are throwing cars around and impeding traffic... Do you think businesses have a hardline attendance policy? Or can you say, Superman made me late? Well, then you say, well, this is the third time Superman's, Superman's made you late, so maybe you need to start leaving the house a little sooner. <laughs> Sorry. Like, if, like if, if Magneto blows up the bridge, that's the only way for you to get to work. You know, like, what do you tell your boss the next morning? Oh, I'm sorry. The the Golden Gate Bridge is gone. Yeah. I can't come to work today. Like, are you allowed to Are you allowed to use that as an excuse? See, I'd be the asshole boss. Like, okay, well, just wait right there. I'll send the boat over. <laughs> your ass is coming to work today. Boss be like, you still coming in? <laughs> yeah. Like the guy that took a picture, he opened the door of his, his front door of his house, and all you could see was snow and yeah. the imprint of his door. So I sent this picture to my boss, and my boss replied with, okay, so you might be a little bit late. You're still coming in, right? <laughs> I'm like, dude, screw you. <laughs> um, okay, so WandaVision is over. We watched the finale last week. What did you think? What were your thoughts? Don't give any spoilers, but what were your thoughts? Did you like the way it ended? I'm trying to remember how it ended. I mean... I don't want to tell you how it ended because it would spoil it yeah, for the people I mean, listening. You, you kind of knew. It's, a lot of stuff's been leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like there was a huge <clears throat> reveal surprise, you know, at the, on the last episode. But I think they handled it really well. I think the storytelling was just really compelling from the first episode where you didn't know what the crap was going on because it was just... A 50s TV show. Yeah, because like when All Wanda was fighting end. that lady off, 
and you kind of getting it handed to her, and then finally she was just like, you could see when she got pissed. Yeah. She's like, nope, I'm done. I'm done playing with you now. Mommy will be right back. And then... <laughs> yeah. Okay, so WandaVision is over, and they yeah. said there's not going to be a season two. Really? There's no season two of WandaVision. Um, WandaVision did not bring together the X-Men and the Marvel franchises like we thought we were going to. That whole thing with Evan Peters in there as Quicksilver was an excuse to have a boner joke. Yeah. That's it. They just they wanted a boner joke, and they used him to do it. And that was... Like, what happened to your accent? What happened to yours? It was... <laughs> He's such a. He is so much better at Quicksilver, though. Yeah, he really is. I mean. But they're gonna eventually bring them together, and I think they're gonna have that. That um, do you remember on? Um, oh crap, uh, Maverick, when um, Mel Gibson and, and Danny <laughs> Danny Glover were they, no. they looked at each other and they're like, no, no. <laughs> they're gonna have one of those moments when they finally. And then when he when he brought out the. Getting too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really think that, that Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are going to have that moment yeah. later on when they do finally bring them all together. Um, <clears throat> but we're getting the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier Falcon starts. And the Winter Soldier. Not, well, it didn't start yesterday, but it starts a week from yesterday. Right. So uh, set your DVRs or watch your Disney Plus or whatever. But it, And I've seen previews for it. It looks pretty good. It looks like it's real good. Bucky seems like his little sarcastic self, and I'm 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 here for it. <laughs> I'm definitely here for it. So, let's see what else. The, oh, ooh, okay. So I made a purchase the other day that Vaughn told me I could get. <laughs> oh, your book. <laughs> I bought a journal, and you're supposed to use it when you're high. <laughs> so we're gonna see what kind of stuff I can come up with when I'm high. I wrote down a whole page of stuff just on a notepad the other night when I was, um, just to see what would come out. And my favorite thing that came out. <laughs> so, this was good. I like this. It's so dumb. I don't know how I came up with it. We are not cacti. We are cactus. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. But that's that's where my high brain goes. <laughs> But I've got like a whole page of just nonsense. It's yeah. just written out. I, I read it to Vaughn earlier, and he was just like, you, "You're dumb." <laughs> well, that's okay. That's okay. I didn't say dumb. Well, you said what I wrote was dumb. <laughs> I said you were a little throwed off. But... <laughs> um, Man, I'm getting hungry again. I know. <coughs> oh, there's a new show on Netflix called Marriage or Mortgage. And in it, it's a it's kind of a house hunting show where these couples have to decide, do they want to spend the money that they have on a house or do they want to spend the money that they have on a wedding? House. House. Every time. If you spend it on a wedding, you're stupid. Sorry. Go down to the courthouse. We save that money. a beautiful money. wedding. Maybe come over for dinner one night. Maybe we can make room in our cardboard box. <laughs> I think that the general consensus in this show is that everybody should choose the house. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, because, I mean, if you've got $50,000 to put on a down payment, don't spend that on a wedding. Don't spend... You know, don't... No. <laughs> Even if you're deciding that you're going to rent for a few years, save that money. Put it down on your house later. 
if that's something that you decide to do because not everybody decides to buy a house because it's not right for everyone right save that money have a nice little intimate party for your friends don't throw the big blowout wedding the big hoopla the one that costs you sixty thousand dollars just not do it don't go into debt for your wedding <coughs> let's see I mean, that's like, like like how you got your wedding dress when we got married. Yeah. It was a dress that my sister had bought on like, or it actually was given to her mm-hmm. from a lady that owned a, a friend of hers that owned a bridal gown place mm-hmm. because she was looking for something cheap to dye black mm-hmm. because her and her fiance at the time mm-hmm. were going to go as... Bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein. She was going to go as Bride of Frankenstein for Halloween, so she was going to dye the dress black. Right. Well, last minute before she got to that part, they ended up changing and doing something else. And then you had mentioned something to her about a dress. And you're like, well, she's like, well, come see if this one, you like this one. And it worked out. It's, it's the exact dress I would have picked if I had gone to a bridal shop and picked out a dress. Yeah. It, I mean, it and it fit perfectly. I didn't hardly have to have it altered at all. It was just, it was great. We yeah. just had to, we just had to mess with the length, and that was it. So yeah, I had free dress. I think we spent less than a thousand dollars on our wedding total. Yeah, that was the second one. Like the first one or the second one? <laughs> first one we didn't spend any money on. Right. Any money on? Um. <clears throat> so, um, oh, the stimulus. We should be getting our stimmy money. Some people have already gotten their stimmy money. Yeah. Um, he was supposed to sign it on Friday. And said, nope, psych. Signed it on Thursday. Some people have already gotten their stimulus money. If you look on the IRS website, you can track your payment on the IRS website. You just have to have your date of birth, social security number, and uh, your address, your home address. And they will tell you when they are depositing the money in your account. And ours is scheduled to go in on the 17th. 17th. And I'm kind of hoping that they use 2019's taxes instead of 2020's taxes. Because if they use 2020's taxes, we're not getting the full stimulus. Well, it said it's going off 2019. Okay, that's good. That's fine. Um, But, 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 here's the irritating part. It is not a stimulus. Nope. It is an advance on 2021's taxes. So, save your stimmy money. If you can. If you can. Save it as much as you can because you will have to pay it back if you owe taxes. Okay? Yeah, so if you get back, so if you get $1,400 from the stimulus and next year you do your taxes and it shows you're getting $2,000 back, you're only getting $600. That's right. If, and, and forgive me for saying this, but if Donald Trump did it better than you did, you have fucked up. Okay? And in this instance, the Democrats screwed up. And Joe Biden has screwed up. Because when people do their taxes and realize that this was an advance and it was not money like Donald Trump gave them, they will lose in the midterms, they will lose the White House, and it will be all over with. Because if they lose in the midterms, there's no way that the Voting Rights Act is going to be passed, and the Republicans will control everything from here on out. There won't be a back-and-forth kind of thing like it's supposed to be. There won't be third parties coming in and kind of mixing things up. It'll be all Republican control all the time. And I know some people are okay with that. I'm not okay with one party controlling it all the time. I'm just not. 
I don't want the Democrats to have all the control. I don't mm. want the Republicans to have all the control. Yeah, I've never liked the idea of when one side had the White House, the House, and the Senate. Yeah. Because the whole system is supposed to be set up for checks and balances. And yeah. there's not, there's really, I know they got the whole filibuster thing, but now, that, oh. that's a whole other story. We'll get into that next time because we're already running short. Well, all right. But, but I, I, I've never liked the idea of one side having complete control like that. And I'm really irritated about this whole coronavirus package anyway because the Democrats negotiated it down. There was a $15 minimum wage in there. There was... Um, well, they didn't about, negotiate that down. Well, the parliamentarian said that it can't be in there. And, the, and that's an opinion that they don't have to stick to. If Kamala Harris says, I take your opinion under advisement, Mr. Parliamentarian, she can do whatever the F she wants to do after that. Yeah. Because she's the president of the Senate. The parliamentarian is there to give an objective third-party opinion. And when the Republicans were told that they could not pass this tax cut for the wealthy that they passed back in 2017, the parliamentarian told them they couldn't do it. They fired him and got another one that told them that they could. Yeah. So don't well, tell I, me. I don't think the $15 minimum wage, I don't think it would have passed if they had left it in there. Joe Manchin would have voted against yeah, it. Yeah, the Democrat from Virginia said, oh, Virginia, you know, we don't need $15 an hour here. It's not about what you need. I'm like, Mr. How, how about, buddy, how about you go down to $15 an hour and see how you do? Right. Actually, no, no. You go down to $10 an hour and see how you survive off of that. Because right now we're surviving off of 725 And that's ridiculous. I mean, it's been what, 12 years? It's been longer than that. I thought it's been 12 years. No, it's been way longer than that, that it's been 725 Um,. But I thought what, it was in two, uh, 2012 was when it went was up to seven twenty five. I think it was. I think it was a little earlier than that because I remember it being seven twenty five when we worked at the chicken plant, and that was from two thousand seven to two thousand. Okay. Anyway, I, I, you're you're probably right, but I I think it was a little. Well, everything earlier. I've been saying saying has been like twelve years since it's been changed. Okay. Well, you're probably right. Um, but the thing that bothers me is that the the Democrats negotiated this package down. From what it was, it was two thousand dollar checks. Now it's fourteen hundred dollars. It was this, and now it's that. You know, and for several things, but they still didn't get any GOP votes. They got not a single GOP Republican senator or House. House member voted for this package. So what was the point of the negotiation? They should just put. They should have just put up both middle fingers and said, "We're doing whatever the f we want to do," and just pass the whole thing regardless. Yeah. And that is what is going to lose Democrats' elections because they do not have the same backbone that the GOP has. Because say what you want about Mitch McConnell, he can make his people walk in lockstep. And there's nobody on the Democrat side that can control people the way that he can. He can get them to do anything he wants to do. Yeah. Anyway, I'm tired of talking about that. What else are we going to talk about? Oh, my housekeeping style is best described as there appears to have been a struggle. <laughs> Pretty accurate? Well, when you said your housekeeping style, the first picture that came into my mind was that of a sloth. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's definitely fair. 
Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, we've oh oh. If it is a pair of scissors, you know what a pair of scissors is, right? Right. What do you call two of them? Two pairs of scissors. Would you call it two pairs of scissors? Would you? But why wouldn't it be a pair of because it's a pair of scissors? That's why do they call it a pair of pants. That's dumb. It should be like like there should be like like a murder of crows. There should be like a murder of scissors. <laughs> More than one scissors. Scissors, scissor eye. Scissorus. Scissorus. Oh, I got to see the coolest car at work yesterday. Somebody pulled up into an OG Mini Cooper. Oh, really? I'm talking, this thing was imported from Japan, from the factory that makes Mini Coopers. It had the little 8-inch wheels on it, and it was a right-side drive. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I didn't even think those things were street legal here, but apparently they are. But yeah, I mean, just a little tiny car just comes just up in the parking lot. <laughs> Didn't even take up half the parking space. Was anybody even driving it or was it doing it on its own? Uh, it, it was. It looked like it was a little remote control car. But two people popped out of it and got came in and got a car. <laughs> it was so cute. Like you put, you plan on putting that one in the trunk or what? <laughs> <laughs> so what else you got to talk about? I didn't really have much, really. Um, just had a buddy of mine that's still driving OTR. <laughs> Stuck on I-70, popped his brakes because the traffic stopped for a wreck at 4.55 p.m. Mm-hmm. And pushed his brakes in and started going at 4 a.m. Dang. It was a horrible wreck. Yeah. Like in some of the pictures he sent, man, you can't even tell it was, there was a truck that was there. Dang. At some point, it was it was bad. He said, he, but it was a first for him. He said he's never been on an interstate before so long that he actually got out and pulled out his little Coleman grill and made him a burger out in the middle of the highway. <laughs> I guess it's a good thing he carries that sort of stuff around. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I have run out of things to talk about, and we have run out of time. You ready to draw this thing to a close? Sure. I think this has been a good cast. I'm going to go get impaired again and watch I'll try some more cartoons. I'll try to get more involved in the next one, get some more stuff going. You've made me talk the entire time, and I'm just all talking. I didn't out. make you talk. You seemed like you just run with it. <laughs> what are you trying to say there, mister? Jabber jaws. <laughs> you like my jabber jaws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we are going to pull this thing to an end. Thank you so much for coming back for our... Um, show after my vacation and we will be back next week yep and try not to miss another one for a while we'll try not to miss another one we are going to Canton here in a few weeks like three weeks we're going to Canton again talking about COVID mandates and whatnot. we're still going to wear a mask and oh yeah still going to wear it so but all right. well we will see you next week and we love you and there's nothing you can do about it Bye.